Hello and welcome to another episode of The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Marie Morrison and I'm an employment facilitator with Youth Employment Services. And today I'm here with Rosie Boucher, who is a communications manager for a nonprofit in Winnipeg. Rosie, do you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, that sounds good. And um, so, as you said, I'm the communications manager. I work at the Mama Wichita Center in Winnipeg. So it's an organization that provides support and prevention-based services to Winnipeg's Indigenous community, and it has been around for about 35 years. We just celebrated the 35th anniversary. So the main purpose of my role there is overseeing and curating how the organization presents itself to the world. So that could be through social media, the website, um, through printing materials like brochures, posters, reports. Um, We do some video and audio, just depending on if we need it for platform or um, different types of presentations. There's a writing component as well. So um, I do a lot of writing for social media and other reports, press releases, and it's also assisting my coworkers in writing and editing any work that they might need to do. In addition, um, it's also includes being a liaison between media outlets and the team at the Mama Wichita Center. So if a journalist is interested in a specific story or um, interviewing someone from our office, then I help to connect them with the right person that would be the specialist in that area. And then I also provide support to that coworker just to ensure that they're comfortable going into the meeting and that they have all the tools that they need. Awesome. So you do quite a lot there. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty diverse. I like to say it's like I get to be the ultimate cheerleader. So I get to just celebrate all of the work that my coworkers are doing because they are doing really awesome work. And I get to be like, hey, world, look at all this awesome work that they're doing so that the organization gets the credit and acknowledgement that it deserves. Great. And so obviously this isn't your first job. So can you tell us what your first job was and what kind of things you learned in that job that you use in your work today? So my first job was working for a small hotel in my hometown. I got trained in as front desk and housekeeping at the same time. So I would work at front desk like one or two times a week while I was in school. I was about 15 at the time. So I was only working a couple shifts a week because of school, obviously. So, um, and then in the summer when they were a bit busier and I had more time than I would assist with the housekeeping. I definitely learned a lot in that role. Like I was really young when I first started. So I learned a lot of responsibility and just transitioning into this Um, professional setting was new to me. But as far as things that I still use today is the people skills and communication definitely was a huge one, especially working at the front desk, learning how to interact with people in a professional setting, how to act in stressful situations or when someone comes to you with a complaint. And then also that listening is really like the foundation of communication and how to communicate effectively. Also, I really learned about working as a team and in collaboration and kind of like how a business is really interconnected. So all the roles, even if you weren't, don't work directly with each other, um, how someone is doing in this role still has an effect on everyone in the business. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in those kind of jobs where like a hotel, like you were saying, it's really obvious when someone else's job impacts yours, if say they're sick and they can't do something they normally do and it stops you from being able to do your job for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And even like though the front desk and housekeeping were working separately, if kind of someone's doing a really awesome job or maybe not an awesome job, you really feel it in the other position, even though you're not working 
right next to each other. And I was able to see that from both sides, which I was I think it was a really valuable experience to get kind of both perspectives in a workplace and seeing how everything was interconnected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think being cross-trained at a job in various positions is a super valuable experience, especially for people starting out. And what kind of other experiences or training have you had that's gotten you to this job today? I have a Bachelor's of Environmental Design from the University of Manitoba, which is the undergraduate degree in the Faculty of Architecture. Um, So even though I didn't end up in that industry, um, the fundamentals of design are pretty universal, regardless of what industry you're in. Um, The program was pretty diverse, too, and required us to use a variety of software. So I was introduced to the Adobe Creative Suite and to also graphic design when doing presentations and different things. So that degree really helped me to be like a self-learner and push me to try some new software and push me into like always keeping learning and being willing to um, explore different software or skills, whatever it might be. So I worked in the industry for a brief period of time um, right after graduation, and I realized it wasn't a good fit for me, which happens sometimes. And I was lucky enough to find a position with the Manitoba First Nations Education Resource Center, MFNERC. I worked there for about six years in two positions. Um, The first one was production assistant in the publishing and communications department. And the um, second position was a graphic designer in research and development. So this, these two careers were kind of a turning point for me, Um, being part of an Indigenous education organization. uh, They're really committed to lifelong learning and always training and development. So they did provide a lot of opportunities for personal and professional development. So I was able to take some software training at New Media Manitoba um, here in Winnipeg. I was able to attend uh, an Adobe conference in Toronto that had a lot of workshops around the software I was using. And MFNERC also provided all of the staff with a lynda.com account, which is now LinkedIn Learning. So tons of resources on there for like anything you would want to learn. And just a lot of opportunities to learn and grow in different roles and responsibilities um, at that job. So I was really able to expand my skill set while working there. Additionally, I'm like a big proponent of YouTube tutorials. There's so much you can learn on there for free. I love asking questions. I worked with a trained graphic designer at MFNERC and a multimedia developer, and they were both awesome resources. I would just ask them questions anytime I didn't know how to do something. I would ask for their feedback or opinion on stuff. And that's, I think, really when you're able to grow, when you're like building that network around you, asking a lot of questions. And that's what really allowed me to grow into that like graphic designer role. Awesome. And then I guess you've touched on this a little bit, so I can guess what you might say, but what are some of the strengths that you've had that have allowed you to succeed in your role? Yeah, I think the biggest one being communication skills and having those like fundamentals of listening and having open communication. But also the big, probably the biggest one is being a lifelong learner, like having that growth mindset. I think even if I'm not able to check off the boxes on a job description, that willingness to learn and grow into a position has always been more beneficial to me and has always and has really gotten me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. That kind of touches on an interview I did a little while ago with Jericho, who works as an HR professional, and his advice at the end of the interview was apply for jobs even if you don't have all of the skills because a lot of them are teachable. So you're already taking his advice without even having heard it. So that's great. 
Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, what are some weaknesses you've had to work on in your career? I've always really struggled with boundaries around work. Like I love working. I love what I do. I love that I get to work in a creative field um, while also working for like a nonprofit that's like benefiting um, my community. And so I think it's just like, it's been constant work for me to just like set those boundaries and I know I'm prone to burnout, so making sure that I like don't go over that line of getting burned out and just be mindful of it. And I used to be more of a perfectionist, but I feel like I've kind of worked past that now being in a career for so many years. Like there's always things you feel that you can do better on, you can do more on, but it's kind of like finding that balance of like, this is still really good. I need to cut it off at this point because like, of course, there's always room for improvement. So it's kind of finding that. And also like self-doubt, you know, like even though I've had a career for a while and I know that there's skills that I'm really good at, I still have days where it's like hard to be confident in my job. So I think that's something that like we all work through and it's just being mindful of that and realizing like, you know, you do have the skills and some days you're just not going to feel it as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imposter syndrome is definitely something that comes up a lot on this podcast. I think it's a really common experience, especially for young people in kind of like their first 10, 15 years of a career, you know, quote unquote. It's something I think comes up very often. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. It's uh, yeah, it's a real thing. I think every time I start a new job, too, is I have really bad imposter syndrome at the beginning of the job, even if I'm awesome at the job it's like I feel like I forget everything and I don't know what I'm doing and it's just that like getting comfortable and there's always that transition period so I see it show up a lot I've only been in my job for two months it feels like longer because COVID-19 has made everything very strange and um, it has like brought me I think closer to my coworkers a lot faster than it would have otherwise because you're having like different conversations I think than you would normally have just because of like the added stress and everything. So yeah, it's still pretty fresh though, that like imposter syndrome, especially at the beginning of a career is very, or a new job is very common, I think. Mm -hmm. And what kind of advice would you give to people who are interested in doing your sort of job? The job is a lot of work. Um, It does take a lot of time, but it's honestly, it's really fun and it's worth the hours that you put in. You get to be creative, which I think is awesome. And I really think that while training or formal education is always um, valuable, there are a lot of resources and training opportunities out there that don't cost any money or are very inexpensive and accessible. And I think especially as the job market has like changed with like the internet and social media, um, a lot of that training and skills can be acquired without going to a formal education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a client who I was working with recently who was interested in doing kind of graphic design communications work. And, you know, money was a factor in terms of looking at what kind of skill development we could do. And so we just looked up like graphic design or Photoshop courses. And there were so many free ones online on different websites like Coursera or YouTube. Like you were saying, there's so many incredible tutorials there. So I love that you bring that up. And what kind of tasks do you do in your job that most people wouldn't know about? 
Yeah, I'm always surprised by the amount of administrative work in all of the jobs that I've had. So like emails, calls, just like paperwork with reporting or tracking of projects, um, general project management, whatever it might be. Uh, I think like I would have told myself a long time if I was able to talk to my younger self to like get good at those things because it's going to be valuable regardless of the job that you have. So those basic like organizational and project management skills are so valuable and you're going to use them regardless of what your job is, even if it's a creative job. So I do a lot of reading. I try to attend as many presentations and panel discussions by my coworkers as I can, just so that um, I'm familiar with their work and that my work then reflects and embodies the perspective of the team. Um, so that's just ensuring that, you know, my perspectives aren't getting in the way of the me message of the organization. And a lot of times, like, those two things do align, but it's just a matter of me being, like, educated on the topic so that I can effectively communicate that to the general public. And then is there anything else you wanted to share? My last piece of advice, which is really funny because you kind of mentioned it earlier, was going to be to like take the opportunities that come your way, even if you don't feel 100% ready. So whether that's training or a volunteer position or a job that you think is exciting, but you're not sure if you're qualified for, like take the chance because I've applied for so many jobs that I didn't feel qualified for. And they ended up being the jobs that like were the best fit for me. They were the jobs that I loved the most. And they were jobs that let me grow both personally and professionally. And ultimately, um, they ended up being the positions that I did my best work in because I really cared about them. So, so just like take a chance on yourself because I think a lot of times we underestimate ourselves and our abilities and um, we miss a lot of pretty amazing opportunities when we do that. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think a lot of times, especially I've seen, I look at a lot of job postings for my job. So like that's I, I see a lot of them and a lot of communications positions do have a pretty long list usually of specific requirements of like different programs that people need to be able to use or like different social media platforms. But all of those are things that you can learn quickly on the job, especially if you put the time in to do that. And you can usually even do a little bit of learning in preparation for an interview. So that's always something I encourage people to do is apply for jobs that you're underqualified for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Even the position that I'm in right now, um, I really, I saw the job and I was like, this is amazing. This is like, it checks off so many boxes for me. Like, I would love to work here. It's one of the organizations I've like checked for job openings at before because I've always been so impressed by the work that they do. And then I had that self-doubt like, oh, I only hit maybe... 70% of the requirements for the job position. Like, I don't know if I'm qualified. I don't know. There's some pretty big things on here that I know some about, but I don't, um, I don't have experience in like I, but I know I could do training and you know, you have all those thoughts and I'm so happy that I applied for it because they were like so excited to have me and genuinely like you're perfect. And like, this is awesome. And like, it was such a good fit from both sides. And I just, you know, if I hadn't taken that chance on myself, like I would have missed this like really big opportunity and like a position that so far feels like it is the perfect fit for me and it's going really well. And yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the job pod. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. It was 
fun and interesting to reflect on some of these questions I maybe wouldn't have thought about before. If you are listening and you are wanting help in your job hunt, you can find us at yesmb.ca to go to the Youth Employment Services webpage. From there, you can go to our Contact Us page to get in touch with an employment facilitator today. We can help you out with all your career exploration needs, help you with looking at your resume, giving it an update, writing some cover letters, doing some job hunting together. And we are looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to The Job Pod.